For a relatively new practice, digital publishing has become an essential source for scholars and regular people alike. Sarah Melton discusses that digital publishing provides opportunities to obtain knowledge. Though the preservation of individual work is important, so is accessibility. Melton writes that expanding the new definition of publishing incorporates new platforms, methods of dissemination, scholarship, and modes of creating knowledge. Harriet Green notes that the accessibility of digital publishing allows scholarly work to reach new viewership and impact society more immensely than ever before. With the utilization of partner media archives, the subject can be more easily digested by varying audiences. To further the idea of allowing larger and diverse audiences, open access has truly changed how we view digital publishing. Though open access can be challenging for some publications, Baxter, Eve, and Bree bring about an important point. They write, to resist practices that could bring so many benefits to our discipline simply to avoid change is a terrible loss for education, a loss for culture, and a loss for university study of human-made artifacts such as literature. Even further than open access, Bernat discusses the improvement of the production and distribution of information. But I'm not here to talk about the ownership of media. I'm here to talk about the future of media. Because one of the things that characterizes media nowadays, a part of the concentration of ownership, is the fact that it hasn't changed that much in the past hundred years. I mean, of course it has changed, but the underlying structure hasn't. Think about it. Something happens, a journalist covers it, then that person, that journalist, talks with sources, gets more information, gets pictures or video to complement everything, everything, everything gets backed, gets uploaded to the internet or published in a newspaper, broadcasted on radio, television, and, and that's, that's pretty much it. Technolo technological advantages allowed for the improvement in the production and distribution of information, but the internet was the technological advancement that allowed for a true change in media. The internet allowed uh, media to rely less on traditional processes, as well as uh, less on traditional structures, such as radio antennas, uh, TV towers, etc. A new great way to reach varying audiences is through different modes of media. Publishing houses turn to platforms such as Instagram, YouTube, and podcasts, as older audiences prefer print, are now turning into younger people who enjoy more immediate access. Sarah Gerdy discusses how magazines and newspapers are producing content and publishing it online. Um, it's interesting how individual newsrooms are, are, are kind of dipping their toe in the waters and trying to get into the game. Um, just to give you two examples, Condé Nast has launched their standalone three OTT channels across three brands, uh, GQ, Wired, and Bon Appetit. And so you can go home and, and pull up your Roku or your Apple TV and download specifically um, one of these channels. Uh, the rollout of this information is, is kind of interesting. So they formatted these different shows and have produced these shows for YouTube and watched the success of how those shows performed and then decided based on those engagement figures, which they would then go and develop for their OTT channel. 
Um, compare that with someone like Bloomberg, who has uh, just improved the video quality of what they're able to offer. And uh, this lives on their site just like this. Um, so they're watching to see how uh, you know consumers respond and what advertisers think about that before they start shopping it specifically to some of these different OTT players. Sound is a compelling medium, not only for general audiences, but for scholars as well. There is an element of sound that demands reciprocity from the audience. Writers yearn to deliver an immersive experience to their readers. Being able to utilize sound opens up an entirely different world. Hawks and Comstock are careful to note the challenges that offer themselves to writers when creating a sonic piece. They write, the shift came from our realization that writing for sound is difficult because it requires a vulnerability and sensibility to the sonic environment. Writers have to become aware of how their script will transfer into voice and sound and if their argument will be compelling through listening practices. Sound isn't something that students generally understand as an educational tool. People of younger generations are turning to podcasts to learn and digest information. Sarah Jardy discusses why podcasts are so important. I really focus on digital and traditional um, media publications as well as the podcasting space. And I think it's a good way to approach covering our industry just because it is so wide ranging. Um. Though we have the privilege of listening to podcasts, radio broadcasts, documentaries, the news, etc., younger generations do not understand that sound is an effective way of learning as well as sharing information. There have been many questions about the future of newspapers and magazines as they begin to transition into new modes that are more suitable and accessible for younger generations, as well as for people on the go. Not only is the medium of sound an effective way of learning about the world, but it also engages listeners.